Welcome to Better Than MJ and Kobe. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy. Alongside me, as always, is... It's your boy, Stitch. We back up in here. We got a very special guest. We got Big Game James up in the house. All the way from Atlanta. Good to see you guys. We have been waiting to record with you for a minute. Um, oh, yeah, man. Tell the uh, the good listeners a little bit about uh, your fandom and what you're about. Yeah, man. So I'm, I was raised in the Bay. I live in the A. I... Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, man, I, I like the Warriors. I like pretty much all California teams out there, but I especially love being in the South and telling people that the SEC ain't about shit. God I damn, love reminding takes. them God about takes. how top-heavy their conference <laughs> is. I love yep. that shit. So, Good shit. I um, also love Kobe. He's the Mamba. All right. The greatest of all time. Yeah. <laughs> this blasphemy I'm, off, off I'm with you. Off and I do, I do think anyone that just doesn't like him just doesn't like basketball. So it's just not American. So we named, what would you say about that? We have Kobe in the title of our cast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We just have him after MJ, where he belongs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. After MJ. Um, so why don't we dive right in? There's a whole lot going on in the world of sports. We got a big fucking show for y'all. We're going to jump into NBA first, but we are not going to neglect some of the things going on in the NFL as well because it's it's heating up. Yes. NBA, Melo, and uh, Paul George. Paul George. I almost forgot the scrub. um, (laughs) Are playing on the same team with Westbrook, the reigning MVP. This was big news that we did not discuss last time because it hadn't happened yet. It caught a lot of people off guard. And then the other, obviously, big trade was Kyrie for Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. yeah. They got finalized. Got because finalized. There was, there was some talk going on about um, him being cleared medically and uh, everything. So that became a little bit foggy. And I remember they were they were asking for different for more pieces now and yep. everything, yep. which I, I thought was kind of shady to even uh, go about and do. Before, I know we're going to have some hot takes on OKC. I'm going to start with Boston a little bit and Cleveland. Go for it. Uh, I think Danny Ainge deserves his own fucking statue oh, in Boston. Oh, I completely disagree. I could. I think you're completely wrong. Kyrie is an upgrade over Isaiah Thomas. I agree with that statement. <laughs> you can't even be handing people statues. Just then, what's the value of having a statue? This man. This man has had so many assets and has been has been unable to get anyone besides Kyrie. Okay. And he barely got the Kyrie trade through. They have oh, one barely, championship. Okay, they're, they're barely, almost, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no it almost fell apart. I'm talking, almost, I'm talking about what concrete happened. Landing Kyrie is huge and phenomenal and an upgrade. Agreed. But give this man a statue, man. Come on. That's going a little far. I'm saying, you want to manager statues I'm out. saying this was a big deal. You, you okay, guys are okay. not, you guys are doubting that this was a big deal? Oh, I think, well, sure. Two weeks ago, you were calling this a failure unless they win a title. So now all of a sudden, you want to give the GM a statue. Regardless this, was a big, this was a big accomplishment, is all I'm saying. I mean, okay, now listen. Kyrie still has to show and prove. And then There's what was no the doubt accomplishment about it. again? What was the accomplishment again? The accomplishment <laughs> is getting a big-time improvement built- at the point guard position who's younger and healthier so, and has won a championship and is one of the premier superstar players the, in this The Clippers... League. Put together a squad, and they got a, a Hall of Fame point guard and Chris Paul uh, to join their their so-called talent roster. But what did they accomplish? Nothing. nothing. They accomplished nothing. So, were we going to take down statue? What did you put up a statue? You can't just take the statue yeah, down. Yeah, you put a says statue. <laughs> I mean, it was a big time move, I'm and I agree with you credit. on that. I'm just giving credit to but, the guy. Okay, so give him a ribbon. Wow. Oh, all right, all right. You, you guys aren't. You guys aren't as a month. Why, why we got to go from zero to a statue? No, did, I, did I, Boston get, get the lion's share of the value from this trade? Can you on leave paper? Yes. It okay. Looks like oh, it. yeah. I definitely think so. I think. Um, I think the biggest problem with the Cavs right now is that they are old, Ooh. and a lot of the a lot of their team right now is the 2010 2011 All Star team, <laughs> and it's 2017 2018. I think yeah. I think the biggest problem with LeBron is that he needs people that can actually allow him to sit down on the, the bench. Like on the bench 
and then not get outscored by 15 points. You mean not lead the league in fucking minutes at the age of 32? Exactly, exactly. And I'm not sure they actually accomplished that by bringing in Isaiah Thomas with his bad hip. He's too worried AJ about Crowder. getting his best friends to come yeah, hang out on 100% the team agree. With him. 100% agree. Oh, yeah, I knew him. We, we used to hang out in 2011. Yeah, that's yeah. that was dope. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Shit. I don't want a job. I don't want a job. I get you a job. <laughs> I'll never shit on future Hall of Famer Dwayne Wade. Yep. One of my favorite players yep. of all time. Agreed. I love him as a two guard. Yep. But you're right. He's older, over the hill, and then you add to that someone who also can't shoot and is is injury prone and a little bit older and Derek Rose Last at least he playing. Was, he was lazy and he got called out by his teammates on the yes. Bulls about just like you need to be here at practice. Like, yes. He he took Dwayne Wade essentially took Chicago's just a victory to all oh, I'm coming home, praise yep. me. And everything, and he just was like, "Nah, I ain't coming to practice today." Oh, Dwayne and, Wade, you're not talking about D Rose, okay? No, I'm talking. Yeah, I thought we were talking about Wade. Or yeah, Rose. you did, but you brought up Rose. But it's cool. Yeah, bad. Okay, I was agree with you. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, he was just like, oh, "I don't feel like coming to practice." And yep. Butler's calling him out on stuff, and Rondo and everything. And I, he, I think people underestimate horrible. how it's in long, 82 games, yep. right? Over four months. That's a lot it's of a basketball. That's a lot of a grind, and I'm not 100 percent sure this older team will want to go through the motions of playing Orlando mm-hmm. on a Tuesday in December. On a back-to-back. On a back-to-back. Yeah, going you know from what Orlando mean? to Miami. And by, the time, and by the time he need, they need Wade in, like, April, I just I wonder how much left he's going to be left. Kind of like what we saw in San Antonio with Tony Parker, right? At the beginning of the season, we're like, wow, he's springing a step. But then by towards the end, he's yeah. down. And Lou is a, new, is a newer coach. Ooh, um, he's going to have to figure out how to manage. Is Lou really the coach? Well, no, well, uh, he's not. Yeah, he's not the coach. LeBron <laughs> is the coach. coach. LeBron is the GM. GM. Yeah. He's the owner of the yeah. team. And I'm going to call him out. I think LeBron is a very questionable coach. When and he lets his ego do a lot of things for him. You should not player, be leading the league in minutes and running out of gas in finals games and playoff it's, games. It's but, but when he sits down, though. They're down by 15. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a role that needs – you can't do both. You can't wear both hats of being coach and player, mm-hmm. especially when you're good at something. I remember when I used to play Little League, I never wanted to come out the game. Sure, I'd be tired, gas, whatever. I, I, you ain't, I don't want to go on the bench. Yep, but I, I just want to throw this little thing in there, though. Different sports, but same parallel. Wasn't Peyton Manning the offensive coordinator for both the Colts and the Broncos? And, oh, in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, right? Like – he called the sets. He called the plays. He called for punting. Like I, you know, what I mean, he didn't have to play defense per se, but he still like when you yes. reach that level that LeBron has, can yes. you kind of earn the right to be able to say? But essentially, this is the set we're running. I agree, but Manning wasn't playing defense. Yeah, he would essentially you're playing half the game in football. You're playing half offense, agreed, half defense. Agreed. Agreed. When you're when you're playing basketball, you are both on running up and down the court. It's not like all right. Yeah. I'm only I'm only doing stuff when we got the ball. You, yeah. can't, you can't just sort of relax. You got to play D. It, and, it, and all that being Unless said, you're James Harden. Unless yeah, there you go. <laughs> all Defense. that being said, both of you guys, I'm going to put words in your mouth, and you tell me if you disagree. Think that the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to come out of the East when it's all said and done, don't you? Or am, I'm not, or am I wrong? Am I wrong? What I do every time? What I hope or what do I think? What do you? think is going to happen in June? Who's going to be representing the Eastern Conference in the finals? I think okay. it'll still be Cleveland. I don't want it to be no, Cleveland. I, I have a different opinion. Oh, I know well, I know that everyone says that it's Cleveland, and they probably are right, but I don't want people to sleep on the Washington team. I'm not going to call them the Wizards. I'm calling the Wizards. The Bulls. Whoa, the Bulls. Wait a minute, I'm, I'm flipping over tables here. What, what? I'm calling the Bulls. You're saying John Wall is ready to rise above I think and so. beat Braun Braun in a playoff best of seven series. I think so. And let me let me tell you the reason why. I think that the uh, Wizards have the athleticism that the Cavs cannot match. I think the Wizards have the continuity that the Cavs won't have right now. And come playoff basketball, I'm telling you, LeBron will be tired because he's going to play tons of minutes. Yep. And his old-ass teammates will be like, you got it. You got it. I, you got it. Like, you remember the YMCA? You got the super 19-year-old. Like, no, no, no. I'll push the ball to you and you go. I just I just think in a six-game, seven-game series, I am going to go out on a limb and say, I think the Wizards could actually pull it off. They should. They, well, essentially, they should have beat the, the Celtics last year in the playoffs. Should have, would have, could have. Um, so they, they do need to take a step forward. Yeah. Um, Wall's, been, Wall's locked down 
for that team. I think it was this offseason he signed that, that yep. huge deal. So yep. he's not going anywhere. They have the pieces. Hmm. Um, just just they, out there. Yeah, yep. they just they just need to get it all together. I don't know if it – I mean, it was Brooks' first year coaching them, correct, so. last year? Yeah, so hopefully they, they get some chemistry together and they know what – they know yep. they're talented enough to Safe challenge. Safe money's on the Cavs. Agree with you. But I would say as my dark horse, I'm throwing Washington out there. I hear what you're saying. I respect it. I really do. Wall needs to prove a lot to me before I can even put him in that conversation. Because when he's not going offensively like lights out, lights out, which inevitably happens, Buell can't bail him out consistently. Sure. And that offense looks about as stagnant as possible. I watched every single Wizards playoff game last year, and I was so unimpressed with their level of efficiency offensively um, that I can't quite go there. I could see them winning one or two games, but not the series. I may be wrong, and I'm going to hold you to that, and I want to see what will happen because it's a good hot take and and has given me some fresh perspective maybe on that team. Let me ask you this way, though. If LeBron got injured... Mm. Who, and he's injured now. He's injured right now. He's got an ankle injury. Right. Who would you say would be in the East Conference Finals? I th- it should be Celtics-Wizards. I think the Celtics or the Wizards would be the two favorite. I'm going to go way out on a limb and not say that they're going to win a single playoff game. I want to be clear on this statement before I put this team out there. I think you're going to have Philly make the playoffs this year in the East. I'm saying make the playoffs. You can make it as a 7 or 8. I'm not saying yeah, they're going I beyond mean, that. I'm just saying that's an accomplishment for that franchise because you know that they have always gone to the lottery yeah, and shit. I would, give, I would say okay. I think I'll, I'll for, gladly be the last one to jump on the Philly. How many wins that's you, not a bad one. How I'm many saying 7th or 8th seed. Yeah, so you're talking about like 38 wins. 38 wins. I think they finally accomplished that, which for that franchise is actually an accomplishment. That's all I, I'm I saying. Gotta see it to, I, I got to see them be healthy. True. Um, they paid Embiid. Yesterday, 148 million on some ridiculousness. I think they said he's only played what 30 something games. This yeah. is true, but you gotta Woo! trust the process, though. <laughs> uh huh. Um, <laughs> right. Also, the contract had like lots of provisions in it. I good. should, yeah. good, good injuries. Let's switch to uh, the big uh, Western Conference, uh, the better conference. Uh, OKC got mellow, they got Paul George. Uh, are you guys of the opinion that they are the second team to beat? in the Western Conference? I, I mean, I'm going to go first. I think absolutely. I think um, they have talent. They have, usually in the NBA, the teams with the most talent win. And I think they, this team has the most talent. Mm-hmm. I think they have three players that I think were, are, I mean, notwithstanding what ESPN says. And then they have two players that are easily in the top 20. And then I think they have three players that are in the top 30. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have a good coach. and they have a good bench. Um, I think they are hungry and they want it. Um, and I think that the, the players, if so, all three players can get a bucket. They can get to, they can get to the free throw line and they can score. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say they're the most legitimate uh, contender against threat, the Warriors. Threat to the dog yep. Warriors, what you got? Uh, I am in favor. Of, I think Houston is going to have their stuff together mm. um, whatever chemistry that they need to work out with who's dribbling the ball and bringing the ball up court whether it's, it's Harden or Paul yep. it's, it's a huge thing <laughs> um, I think that's a little bit easier to figure out than you having three alpha apex predator people try to figure out who's eating first you have three lions who've always been lions in wherever they, it is that they've gone right. this is true and now they're coming to a different den so you gotta see who's who, who's the alpha of the group? And we, well, we talked about this last year when, when Durant came to the Warriors. Yes. Who is, who's going who's the to alpha? be the alpha? And, and there's only Durant, one alpha per team. There's only one alpha per team. We've established that. That's a rule. Westbrook's not going to not be the alpha. Sure. Mm. But, I, but he should give up that role as being the point guard. That's You yeah. want to facilitate... You, you're what, thinking what, 90s, 80s, 70s point guards? I think 21st century point guards? The default is shoot first point guard. Well, okay. In well, terms of the top, and how can we name some shoot first point guards that that have been successful in terms of winning titles? Steph, Steph is the biggest example. Steph. He, I won't call him a shoot first because he he facilitates everyone around him. He's he a have, complete basketball player. I'm not. I'm not 
discrediting that. I, <laughs> I get you. And he will give you six assists per game, but he also will give you nearly 30 points. All the when point I'm, thinking, right now when I'm thinking shoot first, I'm thinking like he's just going, it's like an Iverson kind he of. He shoots the ball after half court. He's worthy enough to shoot it just with saying. his percentage, but he he's still facilitating. He is. Yeah, yes. he's getting Draymond involved. He's he's I, he, I wouldn't consider. Uh, he's he can shoot. Yeah. I, I, he's I, a score I, I first, shoot first point guard. No, he has the when when I say when I think of shoot first point guard, it's like everything else is completely secondary it's or or third so on So Westbrook is a shoot first. Westbrook is is shoot okay. first. I don't care what he did last year with the with the triple doubles oh, and yeah. everything. That was well, stat you know, padding is Oh my god, far. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> for, for I know that's concerned. old stuff, but I Oh my god, that was the worst we haven't MVP addressed one this ever. already. We're not going to go to derail this bullshit. But okay, so but yeah, when I when I think shoot first, I think of somebody like like an Iverson, not to just I'm not shitting on Iverson. Iverson's great, but he got to the finals once. Yeah. He didn't win, but you, especially you got two legit stars. You need to – whoever's got the open shot that night, that's who you need to, to give it to. I mean, that's why the Warriors were so good last year. Yes. It wasn't Durant just dribbling. And you yeah. saw – It's a system. You, there, were, there were incidents last year when you saw Draymond checking Durant about saying, hey – you, you, you whatever you swing the ball around like it, we don't do iso ball here. This yes. is not how how we we operate. And once they clicked and they got that together, undefeated. Fine. Yeah, I don't see that happening with Westbrook because Westbrook bring the ball up. He's got a different mentality. I'm with you. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm with you in terms of his mentality. And Paul George is. I mean, it'll be interesting because Paul Ooh. George will have a huge spotlight on him. Yes, he will. Now, even though. The city-wise, there's, there, I, I don't consider much of a, a difference between an Indianapolis and an OKC. However, they are going to be televised every time oh, yeah. they get on TV. So we're going to see, there, there's going to be cameras on Paul George's facial reactions to shit. All the time. And that'll be interesting to learn what kind so, of a person he is, where we know Melo don't play. Melo will tell you how he feels, if he's pissed off, he'll whatever, pout. he'll punch you in the face, he don't care, and he'll, he'll just put his hoodie on and just be like, nah, we ain't win because I ain't get the ball. So that'll be interesting to see how Paul George handles that situation. So a couple things on Paul George. A couple things on Paul George. You know, like, uh, he's not an alpha. No. And I'm okay with that. Like, I don't think, I don't think you necessarily have to be an alpha in order to be great amazing all that kind of stuff like i think it's it's very kobe it's very jordan it's very westbrook there aren't that many personalities but i still think though he will get them a good solid 22 to 25 points a game and i think will i think it will give them um a, a legitimate scoring threat that can get to the line and i think he'll flourish without having that spotlight over him doesn't necessarily mean that like i think he's a weekend of a player like i don't think clay is an alpha either but he still gets his buckets it's a large 60 his high confidence level whatever i just think it's just different and i think that you guys will all see that paul george is probably the third best small forward in the nba right now yeah it's the third best small forward in the nba right now in terms of completeness i know you want to put greek freak there but Uh, yeah can't shoot a jump shot i think greek freak has been working on his game and i think he's still young Young enough, but I'm not, I don't want to get sidetracked. No, I agree. I want to stay on OKC just a little bit. Yep. Sticking with your great example, as we talked about all of last year, about one, every team has alphas and whatnot and the whole pride and pack mentality. Yep. I'm also very much agreeing that both Mello and Paul George tucked their tails between their legs and left the Eastern Conference knowing that they would not, either one of them, have a chance of beating a LeBron James team in the Eastern Conference. If you're not playoff. recruiting, well, the way that it is, saying. you got to get people to play with you. And if nobody's coming to New York because it's a, a goddamn dumpster fire, or nobody's coming to Indianapolis because Indianapolis. there's no goddamn nightlife in Indianapolis, there ain't nothing to market in, in Indianapolis. I get you. Uh, then I, I got to pack my bags and move. I hear you. And there's no, I mean, like they said, Miami seems to be the only. I mean, if you if you were a NBA star, free agent. Person, you were like, all right, I need to play with some talent. Besides going to Cleveland and everything, and everyone you knows, you'll have that narrative attached to your name. Oh, you just joined LeBron. Yes, you will. And everything. You got Boston, which Boston's already got pretty much a full, a full, uh, full car yeah. or whatever. You gotta, you gotta either go to, like I said, Miami, Chicago's is a dumpster fire right now, or, or try to 
I'm not mad at what they did. I'm not mad at what they did. I think that now they are a contender. I need to see how they do against the Texas team to legitimately say they're the number two uh, in terms of OKC. Um, Certainly far behind the Warriors. But I'm not mad at what they did. It just leaves the Eastern Conference with even less talent. uh, Essentially, you're going to need one of these people to to be the role or play that, that... the plan C. Yeah. The the person who like like when Bosch went to Miami. Yes. Yep. Bosch was a star. Yes. Bar, Bosch was a great top, example. Yeah. He, great example. And it was difficult for him. He's he's talked about it and it was well yep. documented that it was difficult for him to go to that that star team where he's now the third option. Yep. He's the third person getting the shots and he's And the first one to get the blame. Yes. yes. Right? Yeah. Same thing with Kevin Love when when he went to yeah. Kevin Kevin Love was catching heat. Oh uh, yeah. I, I yeah. would say I love your first example with Bosch. Yes, that was a great example. Love is a fucking Scrub. Now y'all had a problem no, before he went. Be, no, before oh, no, we're okay. doing revisionist history. No, we are not. I am not because I've been when he was, when he was with the when he was with the Timberwolves. With the Timberwolves. I'm yeah. just gonna get into that. You talk about stat padding with MVP Westbrook last year. Love had garbage, padded, inflated on That's losing true. teams That's true. stats. Okay, That's true. he was drafted by the Timberwolves. I hear you. It and didn't make the playoffs at all. I mean, these were always... When's the last time Timberwolves been to the playoffs besides I know, Garnett? I know. Again, <laughs> a losing team, terrible franchise. I'm all on board with that. All I'm trying to say is those stats and his dominance, because he was someone who was giving you 12-13 rebounds game and over he 25 points. and all this, easy. I think almost 25, yeah, 25 12, yeah, you know. Yep. It was... He's like, the, he's like the Boogie Cousins of... Yeah, Boogie of, Cousins doing that stuff in Sac- and doing Sacramento, right? Okay, the, so I recall... So, okay, okay, yeah. That's so my point, my, point yeah. Is, my point is that okay. some players, their statistics, they should be leading to Ws. Yeah. But, but if you're not leading to Ws, then I don't really care if, shit, if you score 35 points, 18 rebounds, and, four, and 12 assists a game if you're not winning. We're playing to win the game. And usually what happened with with Love was that it would be the most inconsequential points ever. Yep. The same thing with the same knock they have on Boogie. And I know that when you look at it from just a statistics perspective, you're like, oh my God, he's putting up numbers. But the numbers aren't translating to wins. Love did not win, get to the playoff one time. Or even sniff close And generally, to it. if we look at basketball, if you are a transcendent talent... You by yourself gets you guys, you get you to 42 wins. At least flirting with the eight seed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, like 40 wins. Do we have the same feel with someone like Anthony Davis? So, oh, shit. I, here's here's my deal. You be careful with this one. <laughs> Anthony, I, think that, I think he's amazing. I love Anthony Davis. Don't get me wrong. He has made, he's, he's made the playoffs. He's made the playoffs. Once, okay. He's made the playoffs once. Yeah. He's, had, he's had some injuries. Okay. And I feel like if he doesn't show and prove from a winning standpoint very, very soon, including... This season, I'm going to have some words with him, too. I don't at all. Listen, let me tell you. Like, I don't have the advanced stats in front of me, but his PER that he's put up, like, I think he's been in the league five years. Like, two or three of the years, he put PERs up that are, like, equivalent to some of the best players of all time. Phenomenal. He's, he's, he's gone to the, the playoffs. Player efficiency and he is, Yeah, and he is basically unguardable. He's the one player that if they trade, if the Cavs get him, I would be like, oh, they're going to beat the Warriors. He's unguardable. But hold on. Out of the Western Conference, obviously we know Dubs, we think OKC, we think Houston, we know San Antonio. That's four teams. Everything else out West, which is the deeper conference by far, is debatable in terms of... What about Denver and Portland? Those are good squads. That's five and six. Maybe, but how, how much is the difference between where they are and where New Orleans is with Boogie and Davis if they're both all star great players. Yeah, so it, I, yeah. if Boogie and Davis can't get to the playoffs, that's you, a problem. There's a it's a huge problem. Coaches are losing jobs. Uh they need they need to clean house. That clout? in the front in the front man in the front management because Yeah, but it's not gonna be I agree with you, but it's not gonna be because of Anthony. I don't put all the blame on him. He's don't get good. me wrong. He is very good. I'm just saying you need to, just like we held everybody else to the high standard, your statistics and your dominance need to lead to wins at the end of the day. Yeah. Even though he plays in the same conference as the, t- the Dallas teams, the Texas teams. Yes. That's yes. High, that's, okay. I, I, he's a, I'm not going to hold him that accountable. I think you should. I think that's fine. 
But I just, for me, man, I just feel like he doesn't have a world class organization. No, it's a shitty organization. I think he has another all star that basically is the same position in him. Yes. They both play high posts. Yes. Um, and he plays in the conference with Dallas, Houston, San Antonio. Does he want Oklahoma to win? City. That's a, does he? Because we don't hear any. He's a very silent. Ooh, I got some. I got a hot take for you. <laughs> what you got? Because we don't. He hear is going to be the next there. warrior. Oh, oh, no. Wait, man. Wait, man. Wait, man. He's gonna be the next warrior. Are you? Mm. We'll have to hold you. Someone's gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. You ready? They're gonna let Draymond go. That's resign Clay. Resign Clay. Okay. Resign Jordan Bell, and then bring in Anthony Fucking Davis. I don't know what Davis's contract because I know it was a couple years ago he signed that super massive deal. We'll see. But it coincides. You heard it here first. All right. Let me uh, let me switch gears just a little bit on you. Yeah. Uh, I heard a wonderful other podcast about the NBA that uh, did a little rumor stuff. Our uh, commissioner, Silver. Yep. Um is seriously considering taking a franchise to Mexico City. Hmm. Stitch, I was talking to Big Game James about this prior. Stitch, what's your take? Can the NBA work in Mexico City? Um, why? I don't see why not. Um, logistically, it might be a little bit um, tough, um, but it would have a nice little advantage in terms of, uh, like, it's sort of like the Denver aspect of it with the race. Uh, the, the altitude and depending on where I guess where the stadium is actually uh, I mean the arena is located about 20 million I, people in the metro area I, I I don't have an issue with that I would think that I'd be down for it um, I think Seattle maybe should get a team first I, li- in, I would like okay, it Seattle, I would actually like to see in the Mexico City maybe New Orleans moves down there Woo. that yeah that I mean yeah. That would be uh Does Louisiana really need a professional basketball team? Uh, no, they yeah. don't. No, they don't. Oh man, that's tough. Yeah, I mean that's tough. Think about think about it. It's your gateway to all of Latin America. You have millions of people in the city limits proper, big, bigger than New York City, basically. Think there are enough thoughts and groupies down there? Oh, there see, certainly are. Talk, see, all right, this is where I'm going to get mad because essentially, and I'm going to go back and just be petty as fuck. I'll, okay. be, like, I'll, I'll be knocking on David Stern's door. I'll be like, why the fuck y'all vetoed this Laker trade when all of a sudden <laughs> you sitting in goddamn <laughs> 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 Pelicans fucking away. <laughs> You're still sore about that Chris Paul thing. That's ridiculous. That was Kobe 6. That, that was, was, that I, was, that was, that was true. That, that was, was Kobe 6. They had it. It was all locked up. And then they, we take it back. Shoulda. It's some bullshit. Kobe's coulda. got six rings far away. Oh, like, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, listen. I, I agree with you, man. I think the team in Mexico City makes a lot of sense. I think it opens up all of Latin America. Latin America. I think we have enough teams that are on the border for them to also get excited about. I don't know about the logistics of it in terms of flights and how that would work. And I don't know, like the flight from Boston to Mexico City to me just sounds like it would take five, six, seven hours or something like that. Yeah. But Portland's got to go to Orlando and Miami. Yeah, exactly. Year, so. So, so I guess they can kind of work it out. I agree with you. Um, it be fun. Put them in that, that central. Uh, I mean, remember how hard have Toronto goes for the Raptors. You got Drake out there, and they're partying. The shitty team, not doing shit. But they go hard for them. That, that represents all of Canada. Toronto's interesting because they've had a... They've always seemed to have, like, a, a kind of like a star or, like, a semi-star since they were... Um, inaugurated. Yeah. Inaugurated. Um because essentially they were brought at the same time Vancouver was. And yep, Vancouver right. failed. Now, did Vancouver, sorry to interrupt, but did Vancouver fail because that city and area did not support them? Because I never hear about, I hear Seattle wants a team. I never hear even anybody mentioning Vancouver I don't demanding. Know. I never, yeah. I, I don't know what, I mean, we were young at the time, so I don't remember what the business was behind yeah. them moving from um, Vancouver yeah. to it. The only star, only person I can remember from the Vancouver was uh, that big country Brian Reeves guy, well, uh, Sharif Abdul Sharif Abdul Rahim. Forgot yeah. about him. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, I, don't know what I mean, you just have to be careful about international expansion. But I think now it's probably they're really ready. Yeah. Back then, it probably was just too much too soon. And Vancouver's like Siberia, right? Well, and, and they mm. had three teams in the Pacific Northwest region. They did. You know, so mm. now there's yeah. only one. Um, it's it's an interesting. 
thought to play with. I don't know when and or even if it will happen, but I like the concept of the NBA, which is one of the most successful team sports that America has been able to export all over the world, especially after the 92 uh, Dream Team, sure. um, getting even more creative and expanding into different new markets. So in that in that vein, I have a question for the table. What you got? First, just a premise, the initial background. Firmly believe there's too many NBA teams oh, here out we go, right Here we now. go, here we go. You have 30 teams, 30 of them. I don't think you need that many. I want to drop 10. I'm going to give you five, I and want you got to give I want, five. You give me five and five. Now, here's the rule, though. You can't leave a region of the country absent. So you can't say, we're going to take away the Trailblazers, and the entire Pacific Northwest has nobody. But you can say, um, I'm going to take away Utah, because you can say the... Uh, Suns could could take over that market or whatever. Like you, you can't. We're gonna, but we're gonna, we're downsizing. Too many teams. I don't. I don't even adhere to your rules. God damn it. Okay. I'm cutting cutting Orlando. Got it. Gone. I'm cutting. I don't give a fuck what they say. I'm cutting Philly. Shit. I'm cutting Philly. They can support New York or they can support uh, the Wizards. <laughs> give a fuck. All right. Uh, um. They have I'm, a rich history of those 76ers. Taking it away. Fuck them. I am cutting, I would love to move New Orleans to Mexico City, but if I cannot do that, I will cut New Orleans. Okay. I am also cutting, I'm going to, I'm a Cali guy, but I'm cutting the Kings. Got it. And I'm also cutting, you do not need two teams in Los Angeles, I am cutting the fucking Clippers. There's 30 teams now, or is it 20? There's 30. I think it's 30. Yeah. Okay. So I've cut five. You got to cut five. I got to cut five. Let me look at this. Um, I got, the Kings are gone. Um, I You're going to leave one team in the whole Golden State. No, two, two teams in the whole Golden State. Yep. One no-cal, one so-cal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would... Um, I would... I, don't know, I, was, I was too busy analyzing. Okay, Which ones did you say? You said... So yeah. I said Orlando, Philly, the Kings, the Clippers... And New Orleans. Uh, well, you're obviously missing the, a big one that off the top of my head, and that's the uh, Bobcats. Bobcats got to go. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> Bobcats got to go. Bobcats got to go. What's got? Um, so I would also get rid of. You know what? Fuck it. Okay, OKC's gone. Oh, oh shit! All right, I'm OKC's getting rid of OKC. Um. God damn it, Milwaukee's got to go. I was just going to say Milwaukee, Shit. go. Milwaukee's got to go. That's three. Orlando. Four. Four. You got one more. Who I else think you, you said go? Orlando already, didn't you? I did. I'm sorry. I did say Orlando already. Two more. Oh, those two are kind of... Uh... What about the Hawks? I do like... See, I'm, I'm stripping an entire... I'm, I'm stripping a region. You can give Miami the entire southeast of the United States. Oh, uh, but... The, see, Miami is not really... Southeast. Sure Miami, is, Miami is Miami is a is like a yeah. It's Latin America in the United States. I yeah. get you. Um, and I don't want to keep stripping East kind of things. Um, I do. Let me think. What about the Pacers? Memphis. Ooh. Memphis. Memphis goes hard. Uh, Atlanta. No. So cutting Atlanta. And then I will. One more. I gotta cut one more. The what? Kings. Denver, Utah. I gotta cut the Kings. Oh, cutting the Kings. Well, I already cut them, but. Yeah. So I got one, two. Yeah. And I mean, I wasn't thinking about cutting New Orleans until you brought it up, which was really, really good. Um, yeah, I would cut the Kings. All right. Yeah. All right. Clippers are yeah. Clippers were on the bubble. Uh, New Orleans is on the bubble. Originally, I was getting rid of the Nets, but I started. I, I, that's why I needed a visual reference. I'll look, I'll leave two in New York. So then, with all these uh, teams being cut, the players get have to get reintegrated back into the teams. Yep. I would have just another draft, and I would say, okay, twenty, and then top out, out of the 20, 12 go into the playoffs. Eight get you know eight get um, go into the lottery. Yeah. And call it a day. I mean, it, it, it'd be it's, super team on top of super team. Can you imagine? Drastic and tough. It seems like a lot. You're telling me the vast majority of the teams are going to the playoffs. I think that would dilute. 12? So how many would you 12 want? 12 out of the 20. Yeah, how many would you want to go to the playoffs? Eight? I think eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't want to dilute the regular season. Because my it only, seems to be like, oh, we're, we're here, whatever. But we're my here. only thing is, though, you'd have such concentration of 
um, of talent. Yeah, yeah. No, right? I agree. But I, I think that it would just be like, yeah, every I, I night agree. would be like I might move it to Friday yeah. nights. Every night, yeah. every yeah. Friday night. That'd you, be fun. you wouldn't need eighty-two games if you had less teams. Yeah, yeah. It would, Sixty it would, games, yeah. fifty games. Yeah, it would, like be, it would be a lot easier on the actual players, and you would get quality basketball on a Wednesday night. It'd I be, love yeah. it. To be good. It's a great hypothetical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll see if it, it could ever happen. Move Anthony Davis up to the Portland Trailblazers with Never Dame uh, and CJ. If he wants Jesus. to win, we don't uh, Jesus. I don't think he wants to win. Mm. Um, he, he signed in New Orleans. He knew what he was signing there he for. He sure did. <laughs> We're going to come back to basketball uh, in just a bit. I want to switch gears just a little bit on you guys. Obviously, there is a ton going on in the NFL. Mr. Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, quote-unquote America's team, mm-hmm. has threatened, um, based on potentially Trump's words, to not let any of his players play if they kneel for the anthem, the, uh, the national anthem. What do you guys have to say about Jerry Jones and this entire issue? James, uh, you are the guest on here. Do you want to start us off? Yeah, I mean, sure. The NFL is about money, mm. just straight up, and they're advertisers, and I think um, they're afraid that this protest is going to impact their money, and their money from their advertisers, and so I think what happened was Jerry supporters in Dallas were like, you need to, get, you need to take, take care of this, mm. and I think that's what drove it. I think it's I think it's kind of cut and dry to that point. Okay. Um, I don't think the NFL is ran by thirty-one white men yep. and one. What is the guy from Jacksonville? Yeah, he's like is he uh, Persian. I don't know if he's Sheik or Sheik, something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. But point being, but point being, right? Basically, thirty-one white men that I wouldn't say care or give two shits about what people, what the players are protesting about. And so it's just easy for them to dismiss it. So okay. that's my opening salvo. But I got a lot more coming in the back. Stitch. Um, it's it's comical because they had that orchestrated Neil thing that they kind of did yep. in Dallas. Um, be like, hey, I I'm down with my uh, my players. Well, I can see both sides of it. But once they once they realized that this wasn't going to go away. Yep. After a week. And uh, we're still here talking about it, and players are still upset and um, still uh, kneeling for their reasons, whether it be oppression or if it's if some, something that they feel personal uh, within their community. They're still doing it. Yes. And um, these billionaires don't like it. And uh, some of these billionaires who donated to Donald Trump um, oh, are getting phone calls from him and, hey, what's going on? Why can't you control your livestock? Ooh, can't you? <laughs> love it! He went love there. It. He went there. Why can't why, why why are they talking out of pocket? Why why can't you keep your people in line? Mm. And um, the dance, dance. Mr. Mr. Twitter fingers is is put it out there on on the tone of on what he believes should be going on. Yep. And it's all eyes are looking back and forth like a tennis match on on wh- whose whose turn is it? Who's who's taking a knee? Who's bowing? Who's who's going to be subservient to what's going on? And it's it's interesting. Um, I wish there was somebody on the Cowboys that had the balls to to call and not call Jerry out on it, but just be like, "What you going to do? Are you going are you going to commit? Are you going to screw up wins by sitting me?" Mm. And I, I think the only person that can actually do that is Dak. Uh, Prescott, because as, I mean Ezekiel Elliott, he's got his own issues, sh- issues, and he's on thin ice to begin with. So, so I think if Dak's a second-year player, Dak is a second-year player. He's young. He's supposed to be the future of that franchise. They got rid of Tony Romo now. Yes, they did. And um, I think he's the one in the most power position to put Jerry in his place. But I don't think he's going to. I'm with you. Um, I think that uh, this is when the rubber meets the road in terms of are you about that action of of being about what you say you're about and this being an important issue to you or not. And I feel very strongly that 
Colin paid the ultimate sacrifice. I was watching Fox Sports 1 earlier today, and it looks like uh, Antonio Cromarty also believes that he okay. w- does not have a job because of him kneeling last year. Cromartie's the one with, like, the 12 kids, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got... <laughs> the dude's dick works, but... Um, but at the same time, that's a huge sacrifice. This is how people feed their families, you know? And I know that they make millions of dollars. I obviously... I, I honestly did not feel that this was going to be such a butt-hurt thing for these people. If I did not... I did... I. Under her for the owners, it would the entire country. It would have died, not not say died, but it would have sort of gotten washed away had not the president keeps. I mean, a president that no one. I mean, I don't want to say no one likes, but the the good majority of people don't like. Yeah, thirty four percent of the people. Yeah, yeah. keeps keeps bringing it up. Yes, he keeps throwing more dry Christmas trees onto the fire. Yep, and igniting the flame. When essentially it could have possibly been done, it was very few players yeah, before he very, got on there. Very, very few until all of a sudden he called people sons of bitches. Yep, and well, etc. But, and but don't forget, got hyped. after that, Jerry was kneeling. Yeah, see, that's the thing, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. It will be interesting to see how the players change. I mean, the point of the point of protest is that supposed to make people uncomfortable and they will start the discussion yes. to start the discussion the discussion has happened and people are, are uncomfortable mm-hmm. so it, it would be interesting to see if the players will then choose to be like okay well then we'll kneel during the coin the coin toss we'll kneel at different points different parts of it or whatever because i think that will be the thing that will say what are you going to say now and it would be interesting to see how the nfl and jerry jones responds because this is less it's they're not, in my opinion, they're not upset about patriotism and them disrespecting the flag. It's more like they don't want to be, it, they don't want it in their face. They don't want to be associated with it because it makes them uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to talk about all of my wealth and the fact that I don't have to worry about this, but you do. When when you are a billionaire, you're not supposed to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. In any situation, right. whatever. You are not forced to sit at any. T- right. You're not when you're a billionaire. You're not forced to do shit that you don't want to do. This is true. Yeah, I Agreed. don't want. Oh, I don't want to go to a family dinner. I don't got to. Yeah. I don't want to do this. Cause I I, it, I can leave what I want I when can, I want. I can do, do whatever what I, want. I want to. And now all of a sudden you have billionaires being forced with cameras in their faces, microphones in their mouths, about what do you think about this? Yep. Well, how are you going to react? Yeah. Are you for? Or are you against? And it's just people- a bad look. Don't you say like these thirty-one white men? telling this predominantly black workforce. In workforce what to do. Well, and again, That's just a bad it's not even that. just what to do. This is not about football. And it's has everything to do with race. That's that's the part that we talk about all oh, uncomfortable uncomfortable. Yep. It's about race. Yeah. yeah. You know. It is. This is a black protest. Agreed. That yeah. it's a black, don't about black, the Brown Brothers too. They help him. Yeah, but it's a black, peaceful protest. There's yeah. no violence associated with it whatsoever. There's because the thing is again they don't. It's they're not doing up anything obscene either. They no. don't like it. No. They don't like it. Because they don't like the protest. Yeah, they, you know what I mean. Like they don't. They just they're uncomfortable. They want to be able to have the players. Do what I pay you to do, yeah. which is to make play me laugh, football, clown. make me laugh, make me jump, <laughs> catch that ball, catch yeah, that yeah. ball. Yeah. I pay you millions of dollars, yeah. so you should just be happy to have a job me, yeah, in America. Me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But unfortunately, I just feel like we we knew this, we've known this. It's part of the it's part of the deal that we make we've known when this. we engage w- in this way. Yeah, but well, now we have to talk about it yeah. publicly, and yeah. they are not ready to yeah. engage in, in intellectual yep. conversation about. Yep. Not that I'm switching back, but I'm going to take both of you back to something that you already remember. Remember Mahmoud Abdul Rauf. Yeah, I remember. With this same type of protest, only he was not only black, but Muslim. Different. The difference is that was pre 9 11. Oh, certainly. I, I completely get that. Everything point. has changed. And in- Stern's NBA. Let's not forget that, too. Yes. Why do you always go back to. David Stern. Because David Stern <laughs> went out of his way to not want one of the most popular players in the league at the time, Allen Iverson, 
to have tattoos that were visible. Do you remember that? Look I shit? remember. Listen, I remember. I remember. I was in, for better or worse. I remember. I want you to meet David Stern one time. Oh. So you two, you guys can have this conversation I, I and get, get it out. I get <laughs> you why don't he, like him at all. I get why he quote unquote did it. Because again, there was always a fear that white America is not going to be supportive of black ass basketball. And you see this, the face of the league with cornrows and tattoos and you get don't forget, shook. Don't forget the suits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the shoots on the suits on the bench when you're not playing. Yeah, you're not playing. Yeah. yeah, all of that was stern in the gymnasium. Yeah, so I I get you, <laughs> but this is something that's not going away. I don't like the president weighing in on it whatsoever. I think there's much bigger things going on in the fucking country, and um, I also feel like people are just very very butthurt about a peaceful protest that they did not give a shit about. You know when you get in an argument with your girl and you realize that you guys are arguing about two different things? Yep. That's what I see this is. Mm. One person saying, you know, yeah. we're talking about police brutality and racial inequality and social justice. Like people talking about, you know. Is you disrespect the military. Disrespect the military. Like those yep. things, things are two different things. Compl- and then I always say, though, it would make no sense for black Americans to disrespect the military. The military has done so much for black America and black Americans have fought in every single war we've had. Exactly. So, it would be like, this. it would be silly. Yeah. You can't argue with a wall. There you go. And they're not trying to hear anything that you're saying. It's like, and that was a great analogy because I've been in many debates and arguments where it's just like, nothing that I'm saying is is affecting, you're not even hearing what I'm saying, you're not listening, you're just waiting for me to stop talking so you can interject with whatever it is that's on your mind. But I'll give you something else though. What you got? What usually ends up happening though is it gets louder and louder and louder until you they have no choice they have no choice but to recognize the voice. Yeah. And that's the part that they don't realize. They were not black America and these athletes aren't gonna go away. Nope. No. Nope. This is gonna get louder and louder. You can't, you can't fire them and replace them. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean you can suspend Jamil, you can, you know, take these people off the air, you can threaten their jobs, but there ain't no race like ours that mm-hmm. will be loud as shit. Yeah. Well, I, for injustice. I love the courage, the balls, the cojones to look at the most powerful person in the world, the leader of the free world, and criticize. I can't. You know, I mean, yeah. you, you, Jamel Hill, which you already just brought up, is another great example. She, she now she's backtracked a little bit saying that it wasn't a call for a direct boycott of the. Uh, Dallas Cowboys advertisers, but in a sense, she wanted a strong look, uh, observance of, hey, who are the people that financially support this team? If this can is I, can I support Jones my girl one saying, second? Go ahead. How how can a reporter mm-hmm. whose job is to have an opinion get suspended for said opinion? I don't like. I don't understand. I don't understand a sports related a opinion. sports related opinion. We, uh, it oh, wasn't man. like Rush Limbaugh talking. It wasn't. He she didn't say anything disparaging about the advertising and talk about Jerry Jones or talk about the NFL. She gave her opinion. She was. I just, I, 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 I have no I words. agree, but I, she was already supposedly on thin ice on in, on probationary status sure, with sure. what she had done or on, I don't know. By calling, she, calling. Trump call, a white supremacist yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of the uh, the the people, the, the higher up heads, the people that have their their offices on the top floors at the ESPN building or whatever, yep. already had their their feathers in a rustle about about that and like, oh shit, Cause, I mean, can, you can go on a Facebook conversation, just read the comment section about something unrelated, and they'll be like, you don't need to fire Jamil Hill. But I'm just like, yep. what, what, what? How do you even get here? Yeah. I'm trying to read about what's going on with the Giants, Odell Beckham. Yes. And y'all saying you don't need to fire that piece of shit, Jamil Hill. Blah blah blah. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. So. They're, those people in the top offices who I'm sure are million they're not billionaires like the owners but I'm sure they're making yeah. a nice check whoever this whoever runs ESPN whoever the CEO chilling in Bristol yeah yeah, yeah exactly um, I'm sure they're uh, they're feathers in a rustle because now they're forced to have awkward answer awkward questions and uh, have awkward discussions while they're sipping on their wine at the, whatever restaurant it is that they're eating at they're not they're not happy about it so essentially, this was their chance to be like, "All right, well, she she got out of line again, so we'll suspend her on some dumb shit." It, well, I mean, for me, it's some dumb shit, but essentially, that's what they did. Don't forget, though. I mean, we we still have to call it what it is. This was a very public 
back and forth uh, dispute with the president of the United States over on, a sports report. It's I mean, on Twitter. It's yeah. one thing if you are on the air when you're supposed to be reporting the news, yeah. doing a sideline thing, and you just stop your your broadcast in the middle of of sports center and be like, yeah, president's a white supremacist. Do a, do a Kanye West type thing and be yes. like, president like brown people or black people. Yep. That that's that's different than what she did <laughs> on her own personal Twitter. It, it is. It, she didn't use company work time to disparage the president or call for a boycott on air. Yep. She did it on her own. The problem is, you just, we just can't criticize this president. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You can't. You can't criticize him. So, I just kind of feel like, man, like this is the America that we live in right now. Yeah. And I think they're very, they're very, they're very clear on what role they want. African American athletes and African American media mm-hmm. members to play, and if you don't play that role, that role, I'll cut you. Anything outspoken gets, you know, uh, overtly criticized. Don't make them uncomfortable. Yeah, make them happy, laugh, dance, and make money moves. <laughs> I make money moves. That's why we started with Cardi B on this this wonderful cast. Um, I think. Jamel is courageous. Yeah. I think that she uh, is going to be a much more well-known, and obviously, you know, that comes with a lot of, a lot of more hate as well. Uh, broadcasters, uh, I don't think she will last at ESPN very long because I think one way or another the pressure is going to get to her. Um, but I always support people speaking their truth, whether I like it or not, despite facing real consequences, even threats on their life, potentially, based on their opinions. Yeah, I, I would agree with you on that. I think she's uh, definitely courageous. She definitely will be more of a household name. I mean, you and I have been talking about her since a decade now. Yep. And it seems, I'm glad she's doing good work. She seems like she's doing well on the 6th, uh, on the 6th, her show. Yeah. Super creative. I just hope that ESPN is able is able to maintain their edge, and their edge actually is how close closely aligned they are to popular culture, which in and of itself is both innovative and on the edge, and less of the conservative um, the conservative slant that they have for like the NFL, like I. Sports Center became Sports Center with pop references and, and, and going there. Booyah! So I don't want Stuart them, Scott, Stuart Scott, Chris Olbermann, all that kind of stuff. And I don't want them to lose that because they are falling victim to this. We don't want to make the president of the United States upset. Well, you got tied in with Disney money. And this is true. Disney is not a um, Disney edgy. Yeah, di- yeah. Disney's not. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> trying to th- trying to think of the, the right term for it. But Disney's not trying to rock the boat yeah, with anything not. said or trying to be... But see, I push back a little bit on that because, yes, it's true. Yeah. But Disney also owns ABC. And they also own those movie houses that push very non-thing. Like, the whole idea of Fox... Everyone talks about how Fox is conservative station. It's not. Like, Fox News is. Yeah. Or Fox Channel put on puts on crazy... Living Color. Living Color, yeah. stuff like that. So I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think yeah. overall that you're right. I'm just saying, again, the the Disney influence, all the influence is there, but they can't lose that core, and that core is pushing the envelope. Well, let's, let's call it what it is, though. ESPN has cut a lot of their talent over the years. A lot of household names, um, you know, that have help them get through the last 15 to 20 years have been cut. There's been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of turnover. Uh, famously, uh, Skip Bayless, you know, love him or hate him, left, and that was a huge loss. Yeah, Skip Bayless left. The, uh, Colin the guy, Coward. Colin Coward that was the guy that did the thing for HBO. Um, Bill, Bill Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they've, I mean, and a lot of them, it was not in a clean breakup way. The Bill Simmons one, most notably, yeah. uh, that did not go smoothly. Skip has, Skip has flat out said, you know, ESPN didn't want me to talk about this in more detail. And I was talking to James about this earlier. Big I James. give Big James. Big game, James. Big game, James. Um, I give Skip a lot of props for 
being comfortable with having this level discussions and even deeper with Shannon on there, even though it skipped show and skip hired Shannon and Shannon has been having black and milds on there, drinking yak and Hennessy <laughs> and talking his shit about yeah. The yeah, president Shannon, Shannon, and supporting Shannon you know? deserves uh, whatever the award is in, in broadcast television. But give Skip done. some props too for having him on there and well, wanting these combos. Shannon keeps it a lot more real than um, Stephen A. Smith yes. does as far as like, Stephen A. Smith be, may be as loud and as colorful and, and whatever, but it doesn't seem like he's willing to have the awkward point of view. Yes. Um, because essentially, if, if you think about it, Skips. I mean, um, Stephen A. has been fired and let go from ESPN. Yes, he has. He, he's been um, he's been put out to pasture. Yeah, talk to host. Yeah, he's they they they're like we don't need you anymore. And he's he been got, suspended he got, too. He got yeah he got let back in. Well, he got suspended for something he deserved to get suspended I, I, for. I'm just saying. Yeah, he got he got let back into. Wait, the, what did he get suspended for? That was when he was um, made some disparaging comments. The Ray Rice stuff. I believe it was Ray him and Ray Rice and him and the one girl went at it. The blonde, um, the blonde yeah. girl that does um, the in show with my, with uh, Marcel Valley. Oh, oh, Spurs uh, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Michelle Beetle. 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 Michelle, yeah, yeah. Um, about Something. women. It had, it oh, had right. domestic he, violence. I remember that, and he had to like uh, he had to give this whole yeah, apology they, for. Yeah, they started going back and yeah. forth on on stuff. Um, Something that she deserves, or yeah, wearing yeah. certain so, things. You know how how women get sometimes. And yeah, yeah, because I think he's he Pull jumped up. on that branch about yeah. well, we need to see what what Janae did to make Ray Rice punch well, what her. She was wearing something along yeah. those lines. I remember. And yeah. Was, yeah, and she she clapped at him publicly, and they uh, yeah. suspended well, that. Yeah, well, it, seems like so. he, it seems like he bounced back from that. Certainly, and and I think it's the to the broader point about um, about Skip. I, I give him I give him a lot of respect. I think that for to be a Oklahoma kid from the from the Midwest to be able to be that open minded to yes. have Wayne on 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 the beginning of the show Easy to be enough. able to bring in Country Boy Henning Black yeah. and Mild Skip to yeah. even have Joy Taylor on there as well. I think is I I give him I give did him respect. You, for. Did you know that that was Jason Taylor's sister? No. No. Yeah. yeah. The girl that runs that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I this whole time oh, I man. thought she was Latin no. or, you know, something. But I she's guess she's biracial. Yeah, she's just biracial redbone. I was like, wow, okay. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So did not know that. That's interesting. But yeah, like you said, Skip Skip's had that willingness to I have that. awkward conversations. And a lot of times when it's stuff that you know he has no idea what it is that the topic is. He's like, I don't know any of this, so I'm going to defer to you. And yeah. he, he literally gives almost like that line per se. Yeah. When he's like, I've never experienced this, et cetera, so I'm just going to take your word on it, especially when it comes to issues of race. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's not one of those people who be like, oh, well, I, don't, I think that this is ridiculous. He, he knows his Or like doesn't wonder if you've ever been called the N-word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And yes. Shannon has one of the greatest Twitter uh, handles ever because he just responds to almost everybody. Yes, yeah. So right. I, I give ultimate props to that. God damn, we've gone all over all over the place on this one. We this have. is good. This is a good topic. Um, we'll switch it up a little bit. Where do you want to go next? Want to go back to the NBA? N- not quite yet. You started off the show, Big Game James, with some shade at the SEC. Oh my God! Can let you me get... clarify? Yeah, let me. Let me. Yeah. Is this not the greatest conference? It has Bama. Oh, you gonna so be here's, here's, some you, here's some things you cannot. I cannot refute, and I will. Just flat out say, the SEC has produced probably the most NFL level talent of any conference out of the big conferences. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the top end of their conference has been pretty strong historically over the last ten to fifteen years. Okay, but, but. you cannot tell me that the back end of the SEC. I'm talking about the teams that no one cares about, or Mississippi State, Ooh. Ole Miss. Uh oh. Basically Auburn, like um, I even put Georgia in there, and I live, and they're like number five in the nation, number six yeah. in the nation right now. I think, I think the top end of the SEC is great, but the bottom half is about average to below average. When you say top end, it's one or two teams, and okay. the rest are just yeah. I would, I would, I would probably go four. I would probably go four teams deep historically, but 
even this year, it's even playing itself out. I actually think I should go a step further with my hot take. Oh, I actually think not only is it not only are they top heavy, but they're super top heavy with Alabama because Alabama is able to get every single player they basically want yeah. out of the regions they 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 uh, recruit from, and everyone else gets to, and everyone else gets scraps. Let me ask you this though, just to clarify, and I want to get your take on this as well. Is there a better conference than them? And if so, please. Right now, the ACC. Well, jump it, in. Yeah, it just it depends on the year. People, I mean, that's one of the things I really love about college football is you are getting new talent coming in every year. You're you're getting new players. You're losing players. So it's it's a lot harder to maintain a dynasty status. Yeah, once you win, it's easier to recruit people to your university, um, but. You're you're not you're not locked into these players. You don't have uh, um, Colt McCoy for signed to a ten year contract. You don't have Leonard Fournette signed to a ten year deal. They're, they're gone. True. They're gone in three or four years, and you're going to have to recruit and coach up the new batch of talent that Agreed. comes in there. It's a system. Um, we've seen teams that were good become shitty. Um, teams that were in national title games, Florida, like Florida, Texas. Mm. Uh, Notre Dame, yep. uh, teams Miami, like Miami, uh, Florida State. Yep. Uh, it's, it's, Florida State's got, I think, one win, one in three yeah. this year, this or something true. like this that. So true. it's 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 an ongoing, continuing process. Now, I, ironically, ESPN is in bed with the SEC because they have the SEC network. Mm. So there's some conflicting interests Ooh. in terms of like, oh, but don't also forget check the, us out on this. This is true. <laughs> This is true, but don't forget the Texas network as well. Yes, well, that, that that's been huge. a yeah, but that was is a is a huge failure. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a, a fair. Yeah, who you like more than the SEC? Are, are we saying ACC? Are we saying yeah, Pac-12? Where are we going? This year, I think this year the ACC and the Big Ten or Big Twelve or whatever the the historic yeah. Big Ten is better than the SEC this year. What you got? Um, it yeah, I mean from top to bottom. Essentially, all you have in the SEC is you have Bama. Um, Auburn, I think, is ranked ten Auburn's right now. Auburn's ranked high, and the Georgia's ranked yeah, high. Yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot about Georgia. Um, but we'll, they'll play each other, and then they'll kind of whatever figure, figure out what the, the hell is going on with so them. You like but, Big Ten? There's a this college football season. There's a lot of craziness going on. Michigan starting quarterbacks. Brack is broken now. They this lost. Um, Ohio State lost early, but Ohio State sort of seems to always lose early and come back. Penn State's undefeated right now, but yep. everyone kind of is loves Penn State for some stupid reason. Well, because of the back, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah Saquon Barkley. Um, and then with um, with the ACC, you have Clemson, defending national title yep. champions. They were in the final game the year before, yep. and they're just mowing through people again this year. So, but the number two team in the in the ACC, I was looking at, hoping that Virginia Tech would maybe be that. Virginia Tech yeah, just I was wrong recently with them. lost. I thought they would do well. Yeah, okay. so um, it's it's a lot of question marks. Okay. Pac-10 can, even has yeah. got some question marks as well. Yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all saving the Pac-12 for, like, the last... I mean, Pac-12, yeah. Um, Washington, Washington State, USC Washington, is still Washington, has, Washington doesn't play anybody. Washington's out of... Washington played. They're out of conference schedule. They played Rutgers, Montana, and like Portland State. But here's then, something, but to that point, it's though, early. That's the downside about the NCAA, right? In college football, is that they have too many cupcake cupcake games. Regardless, like that's the reason why Iowa is always like one loss, and then they'll be like, "Oh, we're mad. We're not in the playoff because they haven't played anybody." You should be rewarded for playing out of conference. Tough games. Tough games. Okay. That's okay. why. I, and as much as I shit on the SEC a lot of times. They scheduled Florida State. Yeah. Week one. Yeah, that's true. So I can't, I can't be like, well, yo, yeah, they scheduled cupcakes. So they didn't. Yeah, week but then one. the next four games are all cupcakes. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. They're, Until they play Georgia again, and yeah. then, oh, I, I agree with you. I, you know, I mean, I know I started this off. I, I still firmly believe that the SEC again produces the most NFL level talent. I think the Pac-12 is vast. Is 10, 12, 16? 12. Numbers right now. Yeah, 12. 12. I think the Pac-12 is. Vastly underrated. Yep. I think they have good quality talent coming out of there. Good quality teams. Problem is, I'm just saying, telling you guys, as an East Coast guy, the games come on at ten. Yeah, sure. Ten thirty. Washington comes on at ten forty at night. Yeah. I'm sleep, and I've been watching college football since noon Eastern time. This is true. I got life to do. I got girlfriends. I got kids, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can't. I'm sleep by yeah. eleven thirty, so I miss a lot of what's happening in the Pac-12. 
I think that's the I think that's a big problem nationally. I enjoy um, watching football all day on yeah. college football Saturdays. I understand that it's a um, it's a grind yes. to actually watch it, um, especially like being early and waking up and and doing whatever it is that you need to do. But um, it's it's good for me, um, and especially now living on the West Coast. Yeah, the game start earlier. It throws it off because they do start a little bit earlier. But um, yeah, if you're living on the East Coast, staying up to watch uh, Utah play. Hawaii or, or Washington becomes a little bit problematic in terms of what it is that you want to do on your day off, especially if you got a family and got got a life to live. You don't want to spend your two, your one of your two days off. Yeah, of tired your, day. Yeah, yeah, watching football and everything. You but I ca- try. You'll just catch the highlights. You'll see the, the box score and be like, oh well, I guess they're good. They handled business yeah. or whatever. We're actually actually <laughs> seeing the result. Off. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. This is true. This is one of the problems with so many goddamn games and so many good teams in college football but i've been loving it i've had a resurgence i'm still not watching the nfl for anybody keeping keeping up to date with that but i do love some college football going on this season and i've loved especially some of the stuff going on with pac-12 let's kind of round round it off for for now um big game james this is your first time on the cast we appreciate you being on here i appreciate it. it Did um, I convince you that Paul George is finally a top 15 in the NBA player? No, he wasn't on any all of the all-NBA teams. Game coverage. Oh, my that's God. His, that's his argument. Oh, Listen, I will say, though, that <laughs> Never hit the a game winner. commercial was a little too much. Never hit a game winner. Remember, up by 26 points at home in the playoffs, and then what happened? Bron Bron just got in that ass. Um, and then he made him leave the conference. He got in that ass so much. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that. Um, but let's uh, let, give, give me your final. <laughs> yeah, Gatorade ball game. That, that was terrible. It's like, who are you fooling? Um, where can folks, you want to put out uh, anything where people can find you social media wise? No, nah, man. I usually uh, I usually stay away from social media like you guys are. But, um, you know, but I'm really happy to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be on the cast finally. Um yeah, next time I come out to Cali, I'll come out and do it again, and we'll talk about how when the Warriors played the Wizards, and that big game James was the first one to call it out. Mm-hmm. You, you did have that bold take. Stitch, final thoughts? Oh, it was good. I mean, uh, this is a continuation of our epic uh, San Jose debate, yes. which was uh, awesome. That and was awesome. Yeah, so it was good to uh, nice get nice round table of uh, opinions and discussions. Um, Remember how mad everyone was at us at the, oh, at the I, restaurant? I didn't care. They, we were getting heated, and hot, and like it was, it was great. It was pardon the interruption in San Jose. Yes, <laughs> loved it, loved it. This was fun, gentlemen. We're going to do this again, uh, and we're going to play more Cardi B. All right, yes. peace. Mamba out.